what's coming, and they get to him, but he gets away, and then launches it downfield, and it's going to be Trufant who comes away with it. Ryan deep downfield, and it is Ridley for the catch and the touchdown. Somehow gets away for the moment, Whoa. throws under pressure, and gets it away complete to the 12-yard line of Hollins. Catches may get the first and a lot more. Julio Jones out in front. He's going to go all the way. Touchdown. Wow, T, you really know how to make an intro to bum me out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to see you do it. Fine. How's it going, everyone? We are back. The Philly Experience Podcast. Uh, this is your host again, Chris Thacker. I am in studio with Tanner Martin, Tyre Hood. What up? No Max James today. Unfortunately, he's on the other side of the continent, so uh, I don't think we'll be expecting him today. But that's all right. We still have most of the crew of here. low lives. Yeah. What the hell, Max? But now at least we can all say that we've all missed at least one show. Which I don't know know why. Okay, never mind. T has not missed the show yet. Mm, T's always there. So, guys, the week two of the NFL football season has passed us by. And, um, yeah, that was quite a lull, as you could tell from uh, the intro that our gracious T made. Uh, Eagles lost to the Atlanta Falcons 24-20. We now have a 1-1 record. pissed off. We'll also get into other things that went on through the – Week two of the NFL schedule, we'll get into the Ben Roethlisberger injury, Drew Brees injury, as well as some rumors with Jalen Ramsey and other things. We'll just get into that. Also, the Minka Minka Fitzpatrick trade. Man, Max is so much better at this than me. (laughs) Anyway, T. It's an outrage. I guess we should just start with the Eagles. Okay. There's no other team to start with. (laughs) What other team is there to start with? But no, in all seriousness... um, before, you know, we start ripping into the team and before we start, you know, voicing our displeasure about this loss, I, I got to say this, and it's going to sound different from last week, but I'm actually proud of the way the Eagles fought in this game. Okay, I yeah. I, I, um, I agree with you. I, I, considering the fact that you lost, you know, your top two receivers, you know, a big part of your offense, and then on top of that, Dallas Goddard going down with injury, all of these, you know, muscle injuries, which is kind of weird. But the fact that they still were resilient and, you know, fighting to the end, I, I can definitely appreciate that. <coughs> now, oh. on to the complaints. Oh, boy. <laughs> Carson Wentz did not have his best game. I will be the first to admit that. But the fact that he was able to keep them in the game and keep them competing in the game, I think speaks volumes than the actual win. At the end of the first half, he had a 6.2 quarterback rating. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen anyone that low. He went 25 for 43, 231 yards, one passing touchdown, two interceptions, and he was sacked three times. Man. Now we're going to get to the next part of my complaint. Oh, that offensive line. That left side of the offensive line was, man, they were, they were getting their behinds whooped. Now, it's very rare to see Jason Peters getting beat. Um, so I, I can give him a pass on that. Yeah, I know he's getting older, and I know eventually he is breaking down. So the, the the skill that originally was there, I know is not there like that anymore. So, But he wasn't the main problem on that left side. I'm going to tell you exactly who the main problem was on that left side. All right, That was Isaac Ciamalu. All right, Now, you guys know I watch film, and particularly I watch offensive-defensive line play. All right, Isaac Ciamalu was getting his ass kicked the entire doggone game. 
All right. He was also Grady, taking a lot of penalties. Grady Jarrett, that's because Grady Jarrett was whooping him each and every single play. He could not stop so, Grady Jarrett. So would you rather put Dillard over there? The only problem is Dillard doesn't play guard. I mean, would you rather have Dillard there? Because he, we haven't seen him really mm. do anything so bad. Well, Diller hasn't played yet to do to exactly, to exactly. But I mean, he's got to be better than Isaac. Yeah. I mean, this was the one game where I seen Isaac for once actually had a bad game. It's it's not common that I'm at, that I I notice him like that. But I kept seeing like pressure through the middle, and they weren't blitzing through that B and A gap. And I'm like, where the hell is this pressure coming from? And then I looked, and I was like, dude, Isaac Amalo's getting his behind destroyed right about now. He was getting my quarterback killed. And then the offensive line couldn't really pick up the blitz. The, they were sending corner, like the one the one play where the corner came off and we were concerned about Carson Wentz's rip shot. That was a corner blitz that came off and they didn't pick it up. Like it's Man. things like you listen, number one, if you don't protect your franchise quarterback, you're gonna get him killed. All right? Because the way he throws that football, he exposes his midsection. So when he goes to throw that ball, his entire rib cage right. is exposed. If you don't protect him, you're going to get killed. And then we have to rely on Josh McCown. And let's be honest, I don't think we want to go down that route. Hey, I mean, he hey, did all right. Three for five, 24 yards. Yeah, but he, there were checkdowns. And uh, that, yeah, that brings up a question. Would you rather have seen Josh McCown finish that drive going into halftime, or were you all right with Carson coming back in? I think I probably would have had Josh McCown finish that drive off. Only for Carson Wentz to get himself together, get some wind up under him, because I think, honestly, he just got the wind knocked out of him. But I would have personally just kept him on the sideline, let him get his breath, let him get himself together, and then, okay, second half, Go ahead out there. Because as much as you probably don't want to hear this, he did something that Carson really didn't do the whole first half, and that was marches down the field. You think he got Carson kind of got reminded of um, two seasons of <laughs> oh, Nick Foles yeah. coming in, and but <laughs> oh, it yes. wasn't it wasn't obviously Carson's choice to come out. He had no. to be checked out for yeah. concussion protocol, and the whole time he. He was mad about it. He kept telling Doug that he wanted to go back in, and yeah, because so, he was, you know, he was scared. Doug gave it to his starting quarterback. Oh, absolutely, because he, he was because he was scared that he was his job was going to get taken again. It's Nicholas Goat. Yeah, 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 Chris. Whatever. Anyway, I mean, the stats are stats, man. Yeah. Who 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 won that Super Bowl? Anyway, I mean, let's move. On. The drive still ended in a field goal either way. It did. I, and then, so Carson overthrew to Nelson Aguilar. Is that when he got his ribs? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. there was tons of injuries during, like you said, during the whole game. Djax and Alshon didn't even play. No. no. And Carson got injured a, a few times. Yeah, he I did. Feel his ribs and then concussion. Ertz, Kelsey, Peters. Yeah. Nelson Aguilar on that play to the ribs. I'm sure he was... He oh, yeah. was hurting. He's still probably hurting. Oh, definitely. Um, Goddard didn't play. Nope. No. Timmy Jernigan, he's going to be out for, what, six, six weeks? weeks. Yep. Um, and Clement on that fumble, which I, he had the ball in the wrong in the wrong hand. Correct. And I feel as though that was a self-inflicted injury. Like, I, don't get me wrong. Injury is still an injury, and I feel bad for him. But I feel like he self-inflicted that because you're running into the back of your blockers, and I'm like, right. what are you doing? Like, there's holes that he could the have ball, penetrated the through. The ball's in his left hand, and he's on the right side of the field. 
So like it's things like that. Like he messed up on. Like I'm I'm highly upset that he fumbled that. Yes, he got hurt on that play, but I'm highly upset because I expect better out of him. Especially considering the fact that you're a running back and you're supposed to have vision. So there were holes that he could have went through, but he chose to ride his blockers. And in the end, instead of him going and running full speed through a hole, he runs into the back of his lineman. Right. And fumbles the ball. And I'm just sitting there going, like, why did you do that? Like, seriously, I, I, I expect better out of Corey Clement. Can't be as bad I, I as Le'Veon Bell's fumble last night. I don't oh, know if you geez. saw that. I mean, that game was bad, I feel like. It, yeah, that was a bad it game. It was kind of boring. <laughs> Until something Until happened to end. Trevor Simeon, and then the third stringer had to come in. Yeah, um, Some plays that I noticed that really affected how the game turned out was, one, um, when they said Carson was giving himself up diving towards the end zone for the two extra points. Which is that was scary. What, why, why would he be giving himself up if there's only, you can only, there's only one drive and an extra point? Right. And... He's diving head first, and I thought feet first was the any, the rule for giving yourself up. It's any part that now now the rule is any part that touches the ground first. So it's either the elbow, knee, it's yeah. Ridiculous. When in that situation, I feel like that's a dumb rule because you're going for two. There's no you can't go four downs for a two point conversion. Right. You only have one you know shot. this is the last drive. This is the only time you're going to be diving for the end zone. Right. And then also, when they called Carson Wentz down, when he escaped the tackle. Dude, let me tell you something. I went off. I'm like, dude, he wasn't even down. Are you flipping kidding me right about now? He was not down. Dude, this is Carson Wentz we're talking. This is the same Houdini who got blitzed by the Redskins, got caught in a pile, and came out running. Right. He was All working right? some magic yeah. on Sunday, too. Oh, this yeah. is some bullshit. That was some classic Carson Wentz moves that we were seeing. I agree. And dude, that that play, that throw to Mac Collins. When he was going getting to the tackled. Yeah. That that right before is, the knee hits the ground. That Amazing. is vintage that was, Carson Wentz right that was there. Impressive. Dude, yeah. that's the reason why he's a franchise quarterback. It's plays like that. You don't see that often out of quarterbacks. This man is getting smacked up. He was checked for a concussion. His ribs sore. And still making plays, still making those kinds of throws. Are you kidding me? And then he throws the ball to Alsh, uh, to um, Nelson Aguilar, and Aguilar just completely misses. That's a touchdown if he yeah. catches Dude, it. Dude, that's a touchdown. And, but I can't, I can't say that. I can't. Yeah, I can't say that. That play ultimately lost us the game. I can honestly. The play that I really, mean, the play that really killed us was the Julio Jones on yeah. fourth down. Yeah. And previously, a couple plays before that, we went off sides. On fourth and three yeah, we or something like yep, that, we jump, and it's just plays like that you really start to notice after the game how how they affected us. We wouldn't be focusing on them so much if we would have won the game, especially an offsides play like that. I agree, but it just hurts more to know that we were these plays are the ones that really hurt us. And I think also you also have to look at the coaching scheme. What I said last week was. In order for you to beat the Falcons, because they're a fast team, you can't go cute plays with them. You don't run crack tosses with them. You don't run to the outside with them. You play smash-mouth football with them. You dominate them at the line of scrimmage. You do run plays up the middle, power runs, runs off tackles. 
What they were doing First off The run game Wasn't even established Because they didn't allow The run game To get established Sometimes it doesn't matter That a running back Only gets two to three yards But you're wearing That defense down If you keep Dominating them At the line of scrimmage You keep penetrating them You keep beating them up You keep kicking their ass Eventually They're going Eventually They're going To go backward They're going to get worn down But if you don't Establish yourself From the beginning Which is what I stated last week Establish the run It sets up the play action pass That sets up the the passing lanes Yeah the, the running game Wasn't too hot uh, Miles Sanders had 10 carries, 28 yards, average of 2.8. And Jordan Howard had 8 carries, 18 yards, 2.2 average. Uh, yeah, they never really established that running game. And you know what? Good on that Good on that Falcons defense for that. I mean... And you know what? Because I, I, I didn't... Like, like I said last week... Well, no. I did, you said this last week, and I just kind of agreed. Um, <laughs> I didn't really see... I, I, I wasn't expecting the... Especially with DJX out, I wasn't expecting the passing game to really cut up that Falcons defense. And that's all the more reason why they should have ran the football more. Oh, yeah. I understand, yes, your your play calling is going to change. Absolutely, with your top two receivers out. But then that means you got to rely heavy on that run game, which really should have been the game plan going in. Because the Vikings, how many, how many yards did they oh, run man, against? Oh, man, the Vikings ran all over the Falcons. Exactly yeah. my point. But why? That's, that's Dalvin Cook. That's true, but that offensive line also dominated them at the point of attack, which is what I said that you have to do to beat the Falcons. Their defensive linemen are small. They're not big guys. You can push them. You can dominate them. Push them backwards. Our linemen should be stronger, more dominant, and physical than their defensive linemen and their linebackers. They're small, speedy guys. If you would have dominated them at the point of attack like the game plan should have been, then I think this would have been a different outcome. But instead, now we're talking about a loss, and Doug Peterson did admit that, you know, the slow starts, which also was concerning at this point, is on him. But you're, you're putting Carson Wentz in a situation where he's going to get hurt. Yeah. If you continue to keep passing the ball like the way you do. If, I feel like the scheme on offense is you pass the ball to set the run up when it really should be the opposite because you run a whole lot of play-action passes. Play action plays. Because you fake the handoff so much, and because that's the basis of your offense, the run should be just as, or if not more, primary than your passing game. The passing game is going to come, but you got to establish that run and please save Carson Wentz. Why do you think the reason why Dak Prescott is so successful down there in Dallas? Because they have a successful they, running they have, game. They, yeah, Zeke, man. Yeah, I mean, we, we like we like we said before the show because I I brought up that comparison where it's like uh, you know Skip Bayless tries to pump up Dak Prescott's tires as much as he can, <laughs> and how he's so much better than Carson Wentz. Uh, but when Dak is throwing three touchdowns a game, getting over three hundred yards every game, I mean, he's he's performing. But yeah, Skip like, Bayless can kick rocks. That's right, me. That's right. <laughs> he sure can. No, but like we, like you and I were s- s- talking about, I, I brought up the fact where it's like all of our receivers, and even in last week's game, don't really get a lot of yards after the catch. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of catch the ball and you're down. Because it's we, a lot of that. Because we like to go for the intermediate and the deep shots, which which is another thing that's starting to concern me. Like I feel like we need to start setting up these hitches and slant routes a little bit more. Like 
it's fine that you know Carson wants to be a gunslinger and he wants to go deep. I understand. I understand exactly what he wants to do. That's that's who Carson Wentz is. That's his mentality. I want to throw it seventy yards to Deshaun. I understand Carson, but you also need to start hitting those slant routes and those hitch routes. That's all I'm saying. I mean, sometimes you got to set up the small things to set up the big things. I mean, the the Arthiga Whiteside uh, thing where he was telling him, you need to keep an eye on me. That's kind of. That's also that ju- that does show. That he is a rookie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I, I you you could tell that um like you said, he wanted to hit uh Arcega, Arth, it's Arthiga. I keep yes. saying Arcega. Uh he wanted to hit him on that that uh curl route or comeback. I don't I don't know if it was supposed to be what a curl happened or was, comeback. What happened was it was a um it probably under the play call it was a nine route, but it was also it's also a way for um, a quarterback and a receiver to hit that back shoulder fade. Yeah, that's really what he wanted to do. Carson Wentz probably gave him a signal before the snap, saying, "Hey, I want you to pay attention to me because I'm going to hit you with a back shoulder fade." But instead, Arthur Whiteside kept running. He never looked back for the ball. Now, a lot of times, if the wide right receiver does not pay attention to that call and that quarterback makes that throw, that's an interception. So, if you guys paid seen after the play, you know Carson was looking at him like, "Hey, hey, look at me. You got to pay attention to me." All right, I was. You were supposed to go back shoulder, but you went nine. You went out. You were supposed to look at me and look for that ball. You had him, and he did. It's things like that, and it's funny because Max said, you know, during the preseason that he thinks that we should have traded Alshon Jeffrey and should have started Arthur Whiteside. That's a play right there that proves that Arthur Whiteside really isn't ready yet. Right. Yeah, yeah, he's not. You can't get rid of a guy, Alshon Jeffrey, and then start Arthega and expect everything to be normal. Exactly. It's not mad. No. It's not how no. it works. And there's there's chemistry involved. There's experience involved. Alshon Jeffrey knows how to do things that Arthega Whiteside doesn't know how to do yet. Now on the other side of the ball. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Listen, the, the Falcons come into this game with a weakened offensive line, and we only get to Matt Ryan once. Yeah, man. I mean, I made this prediction last week. Uh, I, I had a feeling that Matt Ryan was just going to cut up this Eagles defense that we have, just because. You know, you keep you you keep talking about how the the defensive backs are so far. They they, they give the wide receivers almost too much space, and they do. You know, it's they just march up the field on this Eagles defense of ours, and if the if our pass rushers don't get to the quarterback. It's a guaranteed five or more yards almost every time. Yep, and teams are going to continue to take advantage of that, and teams are going to continue to attack that until we, until Jim Schwartz changed that mentality. And you want to talk about this prevent defense? You know what? They didn't do it too. They only did it a hand few times, and the mm-hmm. times that they did do it, it was successful. So that I can't be. Can you I change your opinion on? Oh that? heck no! Uh-huh. Absolutely not. I still hate it. It's still one of the dumbest defenses I have ever seen. <laughs> This is easily exposed if you get the right blockers in the right play. Oh, it's easily exposed. I still hate it. But anyway, it's funny. I think ever since, let's see, let's, let me think about this. Ever since we had Nandi Asimwa all those years ago, I have my own personal, you know, award that I award to the worst defensive back on the Philadelphia Eagles every year Ooh. called the Ooh. Burnt Toast Award. Ah, I wanted to guess. So... <laughs> This award, like I just said, goes out to the worst DB, I think, that the Philadelphia Eagles have had. Now, the only year that I did not award this award was the Super Bowl because I felt like the defensive backs that year did a pretty decent job. They now, did. last year was Jalen Mills. That Let's was the one. Who is it? We oh, all know Ronald Darby is. is in the league. 
Ronald Darby is in the lead. It's only we strong. I hope, I hope no one beats him out. <laughs> Honestly, if somebody beats him out, then we got some issues, more issues. But dude, seriously, I don't understand it. The touchdown to Calvin Ridley, you're seven to ten yards off of him, and then on top of that, Andrew Sandejo, who is a really strong runner-up for Burnt Toast of the Year award. Seriously, you're. They got him covered. He's not supposed to be able to make that touchdown deep. How in the hell do you still get burned down the doggone field? And you're playing 7 to 10 yards off. Darby's supposed to be our fastest corner. But yet and still, you get burnt like that. And then on top of that, if you go back and look at that play, Andrews and Dayhill just stands there and looks at him. Look, look. Anderson Dale is supposed to be the deep safety. Nothing is supposed to get past him. Look, uh, T, T, buddy, buddy. Anderson Sandejo had a had a pretty nice sack. How's that? What was that like a wise ass comment? No, no. Did you see that play? He that, got the Matt Ryan. The only, the only sack. <laughs> and that's, Matt Ryan. And that's another thing too. And I'm calling him out. Uh-oh. I can't listen. I I got it. Listen, I love offensive, defensive linemen. They my dogs. They this don't is, get who are you calling out? Flesh? They don't get it. They don't get enough credit. Brandon Graham. They don't get offensive, defensive linemen. Don't get enough credit during games and after games. And I think they deserve more credit. But this time, I'm attacking this defensive line. That oh my goodness, what pass rush did we have on Sunday? I mean, Matt you, Ryan could write a whole I mean, fucking novel. Do Do you think? Because uh, I, I think it's very apparent that Fletcher Cox is not fully healthy. He's not, and he yeah. is the His he is the driver. Sweet. He is the driver of that. And now he's rush. really the only defensive tackle that we have. Yeah, with especially the, with Timmy Jernigan going down with this Tim Jernigan injury. Uh, and he's supposed to be out six to eight weeks. There's I can literally only think of one edge rusher that got close to Matt Ryan, and that was Josh Sweat. On that one he play, he did. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I, I think, think that was. I think that play resulted in Matt Ryan, um, a Matt Ryan interception, if I'm not mistaken. I thought Brandon Grant didn't he? Brandon, didn't Brandon Graham. Graham he made he made one good play. That um that big breakup. No, that big run stop. Yeah, against Devontae Freeman. He came up on Matt Ryan one time from behind and almost got that ball out of his hand. Yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah, but but, but other than that, it, it's few far in between. This is supposed to be the strength of the defense, correct? Yeah. So why in the world is the strength not doing their job? Because they don't know how to tackle. It's not just that. <laughs> they obviously don't want to pass rush either because I'm not seeing a good array of moves. Usually a pass rusher should have multiple move, multiple array of moves in their repertoire. We're talking spin moves, step moves, hand moves. Like I'm not seeing them physically use their hands. All I'm seeing them doing is power rush moves, pushing linemen back, collapsing the pocket. I can understand that for a defensive lineman, a defensive tackle, but not an edge rusher. Edge, you're supposed to be doing whatever you got to do. Speed, power, hands. Listen, do what you got to do to hit the dog on quarterback. They're not getting to the quarterback like that. And then on top of that, Jim Schwartz. Oh, I want Jim Schwartz going. I want Jim Schwartz going. I tried to be calm about this. I really did. I, I, I'm i not being extreme when I say think it, this. Do you think it's Jim Schwartz's fault that the defensive backs don't know how to tackle? How many missed tackles were there last night? Ronald Darby. I wish there were. I, like, I wish I could look up the stat. <sighs> yeah, it's crazy. This team always has had a problem with wrapping up. We, we'd rather just push someone out of bounds, and that doesn't work. We've it's seen stupid. it. 
week one against the Redskins, what happened to a very old tight end, <laughs> made it all the way to the end off. zone, hurdled a man. Was that Ronald Darby he hurdled? Yeah, I forget. Quite a few people. It was, it was Ronald Darby that he hurdled. Anderson Dayhold. I don't know what the crap he was doing on that play. And Ronnie McLeod just down. completely missed him he by putting his down. head down and trying right. to spear him. Yeah, no, like I don't even remember which Falcons receiver it was. I don't remember which Eagles defensive back it was. I just remember it was like a seven yard pass, something like that. Uh, t- he turns upfield. Whoever the Eagles back was had him wrapped up, tried to pull him down, and he broke free and gained another like twelve or so. I don't, I, I don't understand. What's being missed in practice? I'm not going to speculate because I don't know what's going on down there in overhead complex. So I'm not going to say they're not practicing their tackling, but apparently there's some things that need to be changed. All right, sometimes you just got to go back to the simple fundamentals. I'm not telling some. I'm not telling the coaches how to coach. I'm not in that position. I've never been a coach, nor will I possibly try not to be in that position. <laughs> I don't know. I but, think that's what you're going for. <laughs> but there's something. There's something going on with this defense. Something's not clicking. Right. All right. Something's off. And I think we need to start looking at the scheme at this point. Go ahead, Tanner. I think something that we need to do is, and this brings up very big news, Jalen Ramsey requests to be traded after the Jaguars' loss. Now, we lost out Uh, on Minka Fitzpatrick. I think definitely go all in and get Jalen Ramsey. 100%. That's my opinion. Now, that is not going to be cheap. No, no, but listen. He's going to be a free agent next season. Or at the end of this season. So... I don't think the Jaguars are going to get a first round for Jalen Ramsey, and whoever gets him is going to have to sign him in the offseason. Oh. Oh. And he's looking to be the highest-paid defensive player. I would, I would pay him. And I, I think that Jalen Ramsey is exactly what the Eagles need. Now, I know this is just, you know, hypothetical, uh, what, but get, what, what, what package do you put together for Jalen Ramsey? One of our wide receivers. Nelson, one of our wide receivers. Nelson Aguilar. Nelson, really? really? You'd rather give Nelson Aguilar than Alshon if, I'd if rather the chance give, came? I'd I mean, rather give Nelson Aguilar. I, I think I'd, at this point, you you would Alshon, have to give up Alshon. I, I would give up Alshon because if because, I'm if I'm the ja- sorry, no, 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 Chris, we're on the same page here. I yeah, think we're gonna. Agree. If I'm if I'm the Jaguars, I'm going either Alshon or D Jax. One of those two. Really? Yeah. Djax. I'm not. That's I'm when, not, that's not, when you lose if me. If I'm them, I'm not giving I, up Djax. If, if I'm them, that's who I'm asking for. I'm not taking okay. no Arthur Whiteside. Yeah, I see you. You can I'm, ask, but you're you. not going to get it. You're going to get a draft pick, and you're going to get a player that's uh, a, no, a noticeable player right. for Jalen Ramsey, who doesn't want to be there. Right. So really, it's going to start maybe turning into an Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell situation. But but here's the reason reason why I would give up Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar, first off, he counts against, like, eight. his contract counts against $8 to $9 million against the cap currently. He's on his last year of his contract, and at this point, I don't see the Eagles being able to retain him. Well, now this is the problem, though. If I'm I'm Jacksonville, I I don't want to give up a player who I'm losing at the end of the year anyway for another player that's going to probably leave at the end of the year anyway. I want someone who I know will I have a chance of keeping around for two or more years, and I don't think Nel I personally don't think Nelson Aguilar has the pedigree to now maybe for the start of a package sure, but you're not that it's it's just not going to simply be enough because I'd imagine you would have to give up one of your young corners if you're going to do Nelson. Like I don't know, Sidney Jones. 
I'm not, and probably I'm not, a and probably a draft pick. Sidney Jones arguably had his best game against the Falcons. I'm not giving up for Sidney Jones. I'm trying to look up what kind of player the the Jaguars really need. Yeah, they have Chark, <laughs> wide receiver, Quarter, Keelan Cole. quarterback, yeah. <laughs> quarterback. Yeah, they definitely need a quarterback. They, Josh McCown. They got Westbrook. <laughs> I mean, I, I I just don't know. I think I think the best move would be. Not the best move, but a realistic move would be a draft pick, a high, uh, maybe third, mm, second. second I, would round. Go, I would go as high as second. Second and a wide receiver by the name of Alshon Jeffrey. T, you are not going to like this. Okay, I'm listening. I don't like a lot of things that you say, but go ahead. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know how. Pull your the, head out of your I don't know how the uh, Jaguars' current offensive line is. No, what, are you, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? You better not say what I think you're going to say. Jason Peters. What? No, nah, I don't even think anyone I, would take him. No. No. They're not going to no. take him. No. Not at no. his age. They, they I mean, no. Him. no. I wasn't going to say. Well, I, well, first off, that's I wasn't a, going to say Andre Dillard. That's a too big of a move. Yeah. For, Literally, not, Andre Dillard. Either. No, 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 no. I'm yeah. not saying Andre. Dillard. I, that's. I was like, what? You guys thought I was going to say Andre Dillard? No, hey, man. No, I. I mean, Chris, we don't you, know what you're going to say. <laughs> I mean, who, who knows? Maybe you entertain Jordan Malata. <laughs> but maybe Big no. V. Now, Big V, I would entertain. Big V, I would definitely entertain. The big scary Chick Fil A guy won't be in Philly to scare you anymore. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. You know what I think we're gonna see? Jumping off this. Uh, oh, you piece of Swiss cheese. Jalen Ramsey trade. to New England. Nah, well, if that happens, if that happens, I I'm, kid you not, I, I might just not have to watch. Like I, yeah. I might just not watch. Yeah, it might be over. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> I agree. They get Antonio Brown and, and Jalen Ramsey, Ramsey, which Antonio Brown's probably not gonna finish out the season. But yeah, we'll I talk think, about that later. I think the Eagles call a certain wide receiver back. You're this, not saying Jordan Matthews. That's, are you? that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> but that's I think the, we see Jordan Matthews back in Eagles Green again. But that's the reason why wow. I say you give up Nelson Aguilar, your slot because you always have Jordan Matthews there Boom. sitting on the couch. Yep, that's the reason why I say Nelson Aguilar. Now, yes, Chris. Okay, to okay. your point. You're absolutely correct. Nelson doesn't have the pedigree of an Alshon Jeffrey or a Deshaun Jackson. No. You are absolutely correct in that statement. But that's all the more reason why it should be easier for the Dolphins to be able to retain him. Because he doesn't have the pedigree. Okay. Okay. So they don't have to pay him as much. Okay. Yes, he was yeah. a former first-round pick. But his first year here, everybody was calling him a bust. And then the second year, he didn't do that hot either. Who are we talking about? Nelson, Nelson Aguilar. Aguilar. First year was under Chip Kelly. We all know how that went. And then the second year was Carson Wentz's rookie year. He still had the drops. Third year was the Super Bowl year in which he really blew up. Oh, he yeah. didn't start blowing up until just recently. So if anybody's going to probably be, be a part of a trade talk for a corner, Nelson Aguilar is probably going to be the first guy on the list. As crazy as it sounds. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, because I'm sure they do not want to give up Alshon. Even though I think it would make... You understand what I'm saying to you? A potential trade. You know what, Max? <laughs> Chill. You're in Vancouver right now. Chill. Bunch of low lifes. <laughs> no, but... Yeah, they def I'm, I'm sure the Eagles definitely do not want to give up Alshon Jeffrey. No. Strictly because of what we talked about a little bit, a little bit ago. Because J.J. Arthiga-Whiteside just doesn't look quite 
ready for regular NFL time. And to be honest with you, would you want to uh, put Matt Collins in that position too? The fifth option at wide receiver. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, mm. I think I think honestly, Nelson Aguilar's will be the first one to go. And then, like Tanner said, they can easily bring back Jordan Matthews. Right. So, <laughs> look. I don't know why that's fine. Now, back, now back to the defense in this scheme and this Jim Swartz, screen, this Jim Swartz screen, scheme. What? <laughs> I, I, I am just... You're tired. I get it. I'm frustrated at this point because I'm seeing schemes from other defenses where, you know, when they blitz, you don't necessarily see it coming. But when they do blitz, it's effective enough to mess up the quarterback's, you know, vision. It messes up the quarterback's timing. The quarterback might see it coming, but at you sitting at home, you don't necessarily see it coming until you go back and look at the tape. Like, oh, okay, that's what the quarterback's seen. But, you know, it, I can see when we blitz. We don't disguise it. When we do blitz, we don't disguise it. We come up. Right to the line of scrimmage and, and tell the quarterback we're, we're coming after you. We're That's a dumb strategy, especially against an experienced quarterback like Matt Ryan. You don't do that. You don't tell them what coverage you're in. You don't tell these experienced quarterbacks if you're blitzing or not. You disguise it to the last minute. You don't show what you're doing until there's three seconds left on that clock. Because at three seconds, the quarterback doesn't have time to see it coming or change it. Right. I guess that's why New England has only had three points scored on them. So now, far. now we could go about picking apart this Eagles team all show. Though we could do this until next game. But <laughs> the reality is, I think they're going to pick it up. They're going to they're going to show us what they how they really play against the Lions. I think um, that's going to be a tough. Even game. though we're not going to have everyone back. No. We might not even have any, everyone back for that game against the Packers, which is really going to hurt us. Man, two games, to play two games in 10 and days. Now and also, just the, the Cowboys are playing a Saints team that now doesn't have Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. And hey, this affects, man, they are some lucky dudes. Yeah. I can't stand the Cowboys, man. Drew Brees is getting his, his thought. Is he getting surgery? Yeah, no, on that he's getting a second and he's getting a second opinion now. Right, he stayed back in L.A. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, Drew Brees. They're saying that he might have to take, might have to um, need surgery, but he's getting a second. opinion. A guy that did speak. need surgery is Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, he's out for the year. Um, there, there is quite a few noticeable injuries. David Johnson wrist injury. I don't think it's that serious. No. And then Mike, Michael Gallup on the Cowboys. But you're always on your back. <laughs> That brings up also, we're talking about Drew Brees and Ben Roethlisberger, quarterbacks that are now thrown into the starting job, like Teddy Bridgewater for the Saints. Mm-hmm. How do you think he's going to – this is the same Saints team, it's just different quarterback. Right. Do you think really that's going to affect the team I mean, that Ted- much, that Drew Brees isn't in there? Teddy Bridgewater has been a starter. He yeah. started for the Vikings. He was pretty good until he got injured. Right. Yeah, he he definitely has the, he has the experience, so I – I would imagine he would have uh, an easier time than Mason Rudolph. <laughs> right. Then you have yeah. Rudolph for the Steelers. You have Minshew for mm-hmm. the Jaguars, who's been doing good. It's ridiculous. And then you have, well, it was Trevor Simeon for the Jets because mm-hmm. Ronald, or, yeah, because <laughs> Sam Darnold there you go. has mono. But now it's, who's that guy, Folk? Yep. Their third string. So that's going to be, I mean, that game's 
some Jets like games are going to be even worse. Nick Folk? But, mm-hmm. yeah. Not the kicker? <laughs> Man, yeah. that's ludicrous. Some, oh yeah, who's the um, who's the who's the quarterback? Is it Folk? Yeah. Is that his name, yeah. or is that I, the kicker's I, I, name? No, that's the kicker's name. I, I, dang, I forget his name. No, I, I okay, I, I forget his out. name. But you know, it and this the crazy part is these injuries were really freak accidents. Like they weren't even for real. Well, the only injury that was a contact injury was Drew Brees' hand. Luke Folk. Luke okay, Folk. Luke Folk. Okay, okay. he got a lot of guys with the same name. But um, yeah. What are you? What were you going on about, T? Um, <laughs> all I was saying was like, these, it's crazy how these injuries are piling up. But I think it's even more concerning, you know, relating this to the Eagles, the fact that, you know, we have so many soft tissue injuries now. Like you, you these all of these soft tissue injuries wouldn't didn't happen as often in the past when training camp was the way it was and players played in the preseason. These soft injuries. You know, they happen, but it wasn't as often as they happen now. Like, now we had Alshon Jeffrey go out with a calf injury. We had Deshaun Jackson go out with a groin injury. Dallas Goddard didn't even get to touch the field. You know what, see, I think we should give you a team to coach. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see how well you we'll do. We'll let you exper- uh, experiment with the New England Patriots so that you can uh, run them into the ground. That's not really a good team to coach because I wouldn't even have to do anything. I would uh, literally... You'd still get three rings. No. I, I, would, no. I would literally just... Ask somebody to bring out a sectional, and I would just lay on it the entire time on the sidelines. Hey, coach, what are we going to do? Now I did I say this. Figure it out. This <laughs> Jets and Brown. The Jets were playing kind of. At times, it made me want to fall asleep. But one thing <laughs> I did know: the Browns were playing all right. It was Odell was having a show. Yeah, he was putting a show on and wearing a two million dollar watch. I don't think he wore it this game. He wore it pregame, which already had people. Yeah. Wa- I mean, that, and then he had the visor, the tinted visor, and they made him take that off and put on a clear one. Just for fun, I visited that website, that watch mm-hmm. company. It, just visiting the website, I thought I was going to lose my entire bank account. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But one player I, I couldn't stop noticing was Jamal Adams, the mm-hmm. Jets' safety. He oh, was yeah. everywhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, he plays with heart. And they were comparing him to Dawkins, which I wouldn't go that far. You wouldn't go that far because your heart's in it. Right. That's the reason why you wouldn't go that far. He's so disruptive, though. That's not a bad comparison. He's so disruptive. And it, it cringes for me to even think about that comparison because I love Brian Dawkins. But Jamal Adams is probably the closest thing to him that we've seen in today's game. Hmm. And it's not, that's not, it's not far-fetched to say that. So, look. <clears throat> then another safety real quick. Mm. Goes from the Dolphins to the Steelers, Minka Fitzpatrick. Yep, for a first round pick. This Dolphins team, man, they are. Oh, they might they be one of the worst teams we'll ever see. Do you <laughs> wow. think they're going to win a game? I don't think so. No one wants point. to be on that. Yeah, team. nobody wants to be on that squad anymore. Everybody wants out. That's why I made the choice to have to pick up the Patriots defense in fantasy football. <laughs> that I, I didn't think they were going to get thirty five points. Sorry, Chris, had to beat you. <laughs> He brought that up. It's whatever. <laughs> it was a close yeah, hey, game. I, I, close it's game. not your cup of tea. Hey, I'm sure I'll go winless in our fantasy league. Nah. Because nah. Nah, I, I keep second-guessing my, yeah. myself. Because it's like, you know what? Cam Newton had a pretty good game week one. I'll put him in week two. Oh, Russell uh, Wilson has a way Russell, better game. Uh, you know, that, that's, that, that, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. I don't really have a quarterback on my team. I have Baker Mayfield and Mitch Trubisky. Baker got around well, I did 15 have, points. Mitch. I, I might have had a quarterback. Nine. 
I might have had a quarterback for you if Foles didn't get hurt. So I got nothing for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if you're starting Foles over Tom Brady, T. No, no. Oh, oh, please. <laughs> Heck no. I made the mistake of starting Deshaun Watson over You mean Carson Tom Wentz? Brady. Oh, sorry. I made the mistake of starting Deshaun Watson over Tom Brady. <sighs> but anyway, Minka Fitzpatrick goes to the Steelers. Do you think the Steelers team is still? I mean, Ben Roethlisberger's out for the season. Do you think the Steelers team's still competing right now? Mm. They don't. They lost Antonio Brown. James Conner's injured right now. Uh, He'll not, be back. Not with the right receivers that they have. I mean, they only have one good receiver, and the rest of them, they can't even find a good solid number two receiver to complement Juju. So I don't. This trade for Minka Fitzpatrick, in in their minds, they still think that they're competitive. So I can't. Right. I mean, giving up a first round pick, you're putting a lot of confidence in yourself. Right. And with that being said, I guess they think in their minds that they can still compete in that AFC North. But it's going to be really difficult because Baltimore is hot you right got, now. You got the Browns, too. And you still have the Browns, even though I don't have that much confidence in them, but they're still going to be a pain in the rear Don't end. think you're going to be worrying about the Bengals. No, nah, no, nah, you ain't going to be worrying about no Bengals. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let, let's just be honest. Let, Andy let. Dalton is the second... He has the second most passing yards. <sighs> Behind Patty Behind Mahomes. Behind Patty Mahomes. Now, that, that also Shut brings your, up... Yeah. That what? brings up... Who do you guys think is getting MVP... This season, rookie of the year, defensive player, offensive player. We're doing this this early? Well, it's week two. You don't want to start too soon until it's obvious. (laughs) Too late until it's obvious. Shoot, it's hard not to argue for Patty Mahomes getting MVP again. Again? Again. I think one player that'll get rookie of the year may be uh, Hollywood Brown. Yeah. Yeah. I I picked him up fantasy football. Yeah, we know. (laughs) Yeah, I you saw. suck because you stole it right from my mother. <laughs> no, I'm on number well, one waiver. I, I, yeah, I thought that was hilarious how T was like, yeah, I'm picking him up. And I was like, I already have him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of this. Oh, uh, man. I mean, yeah, it's, it's really Any hard. Any player to... that really grab grabs notice to you, Chris? Mm. MVP. Can you say Lamar? I, 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 I brought that up to you before the show. I was like, I feel like he's kind of third behind Now, uh, these are Patty just Mahomes. predictions. Yeah, these no. are just what we think. No, because, yeah, right now I would say if I had to give you, like, a top three, it would be Patty Mahomes, Tom Brady, and Lamar Jackson. If Lamar Jackson keeps playing the way he does, despite the way Patty Mahomes plays, he's going to give him a run for his money, I think. I agree. Any I defensive agree. player that's Ooh, defensive above player. the rest right now? Man. That, I, of course. I feel like that's such a loaded question. It though. is. It you, is. Have, you have Aaron Donald. See, that's where I was going to go with because, you know, my defensive lineman dogs, you know. Uh-huh. Got a rep for the dogs out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's who I personally would go go with, man. Miles Garrett. Yeah, Miles Garrett. He Garrett's might. Yeah, dude. That, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't I, know. I, we haven't seen enough from defensive no. perspective right now. Quentin yeah. Williams. <laughs> Everyone on the Patriots team, week two. Dude. <laughs> defense of the year. Not defense. No. <laughs> but, um. God. But it, let, let's, let's go on to the what? Lions. Well, before, before, before we, we go, go on the Lions, the Lions. before uh-huh. we go on the Lions, we have this team in our division called the Football New York Giants. Yeah, Whatever. I think before next week. Eli Manning's n- no longer the starting quarterback. Mm. And then we, we face them all the way December 9th. Yep. I think Daniel Jones gets the start in week three. Yeah, and then he's going to throw pit, 
Yeah, then he's gonna throw interceptions like crazy, and then we're gonna sit there and don't, I'm just gonna yell out. Now, <laughs> I was thinking about this on the ride here. I was like, man, Eli played terrible. He looked terrible. Daniel Jones should go in, no doubt. And then I'm thinking, Carson Wentz. He goes 25 for 43, 231 yards, one passing touchdown, two interceptions. Now, remember those numbers. Mm -hmm. 231 yards, one passing touchdown, two interceptions, 25 for 43. Mm -hmm. And then I go over to Eli Manning. Oh, boy. (laughs) You better not. 26 for 45. He didn't. He did it. 250 yards. He's doing it. One passing touchdown, two interceptions, and he was sacked... The same amount of times as you, Carson. You, you did it. Actually, less than Carson. Are you telling me that Carson Wentz is actually Eli Manning? <laughs> I'm telling you. is I I was thinking, man, Eli Manning played so terrible. Daniel Jones should go in, and then I see Carson <laughs> Wentz's stats. Yeah. Man, that's ludicrous. It, it, if, it looked completely different watching the game. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I, I feel like if the Giants are smart, they're going to be patient with Daniel Jones. I feel like if you push the envelope with uh, Daniel Jones, yeah. it's going to screw up that uh, that development of his. So I think they just got to take their medicine, swallow that pill, and just keep rolling with Eli Manning for just one more year. Just one more year. Right. That's that's my that's my opinion. I don't know. I, I mean, do you have that much faith in Daniel Jones, Matt, uh, uh, T or Tanner? Personally, Sorry. I don't. Have, I don't care. Honestly, I, I'm. I, I don't. I don't well, care. Look, I'm trying to look at this objectively. Right. I, look, don't get me wrong. Subjectively, I, I don't think care. everyone's doubting him, and I think that's to his benefit. I think it, it works better if you're doubted, and so you can just surprise everybody with your talent. Okay. Yeah, that's and true. And we haven't really seen him play I mean, more than a quarter. That's true. I mean, who's he going to throw to other than Evan Ingram and Saquon? And that's my well, whole he's got thing. Shepard will come back. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, we're talking about Golden his college. Golden Tate's coming back soon in a few weeks. Wow. That's what, that, <laughs> hey, Gold, Golden Tate is – look, he may not have done much as an eagle, but – He's still a solid receiver. Look, he got I mean, smart. They paid him enough. Look, he got smart with us in the offseason, so he on my list. He can receive this. Boots to asses. <laughs> nice. That's all I'm saying. T, I, I have one thing. I guess I'm going to change the sport. Okay. To to that to that orange ball that the the players play with basketball. Um, <laughs> Are we not so, talking about the Lions? <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll talk about okay. that. We're talking about practice. <laughs> The magic exercise, Markel Fultz team option. <laughs> on, team option on Markel Fultz. $12.3 million. <laughs> It's an outrage. <laughs> he really? Seriously? They said, <laughs> they said Markel has demonstrated a strong work ethic. And they It's believe, funny to me. They too. believe in him. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what is that? Is that your reaction to you? Yep, that's gonna be any, my reaction. You, <laughs> you okay. got any more? Um, you got any more to say on that? <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. Was that breaking? <laughs> was that okay. breaking news? It, it, it was last night. If you want okay, keep, I didn't see that. If you want to keep hitching your uh, wagon to that horse? Go right on ahead. Be my guest. <laughs> hey, you know what, Markel? Give it the old college try. Why not? <laughs> They also did that to Obama, and. Another player, yeah, but, but Mo, Mo, I just thought it was funny. That Mo Bamba's more understandable. Like seriously, you're you're still gonna rely on Markel Fultz. 
who hasn't played it's the, it's the a game Magic, in what man. two years now? <laughs> this team sponsored by Disney. It's stupid. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. Uh, all right, let's get into this matchup against the Lions, man. Now the Lions, the Lions on defense. The Lions on defense, they they play a physical style of defense. They press, they get up in your face. They like to play, they like to mix it up with uh, man and zone coverage. Their best corner being Darius Slay. So I would try to avoid that side as much as possible. Now, you have to take what the Lions give you. You can't be aggressive with them, otherwise they'll be aggressive right with your back. This defense is still an intimidating defense under Matt Patricia, their head coach. So you're kind of going to have to be careful with you know how you sling that ball around. But you're not, once again, you're not going to be able to do anything unless you establish the run. Okay? You, you're, you're not, you're not going to move the ball. You're not just going to throw against this defense. You need to establish the run. And stop. Give, listen, I understand Miles Sanders is eventually going to be the bell cow back. But doggone it, get Jordan Howard moving. All right? What is he? In back, what? Since 2016, he has the third most um, running, running yards? Like, come on now. Cut it out. Run the football with Jordan Howard. Run the stinking ball at this point. Oh, jeez. That's all I'm saying. Run the stinking ball. Now, to our defense. <laughs> all right, we're having some major problems. No, Chris is no, over there. No, He's struggling with his, head, don't, don't, <laughs> with his headset. Don't break the fourth wall. These headphones are loose. Now, now on to the defense, man. This, this Eagles defense is really scaring me. All right, they can't get to the quarterback. All right, they can barely stop the run. They can't tackle. Nigel Bradham looks slow. And... Listen. Oh, yeah. Another play that affected us in the loss was that Nigel Bradham couldn't jump on that fumble. Yep. Mm. He's, He's he, so slow. He looks why, a step slower. He, he couldn't jump on that? He looks a step slower. I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know, you know, what's the deal with that situation. But, man, he looks slow. And I'm a little concerned with that. But back to what you were saying. Too. But, yeah, the Lions, <laughs> the Lions, you're going to have to, uh, yeah, that offense, you're going to have to hit Matt Stafford. You, there's no getting around it. Matt you're gonna, Stafford, man. You're going to have to get to Matt Stafford. Let, let me ask you this. Is there any running back on the lines that kind of scares you? They use an array of running backs. So there's not really one running back that particularly scares me. I know they have carrying on Johnson. But <laughs> oh, I can't say wow. that name without. <laughs> no, I, I T- should probably hold off on saying oh, that. Was that like a wise ass You know why? I, I, I'll leave it a mystery, but you know why I can't say that name yeah. without laughing. Yeah, no. Carry on, Johnson. I'm sick of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But, yeah, this Lions game is going to be tough. And then it's going to be even tougher because then you're going to have to go to the frozen tundra called Lambeau Field and face, against, face off against Aaron Rodgers. Well, be, it's, it's not going to be frozen yet, T. It's September. I'll be there watching yeah. the game. I'll tell you guys you gotta, how, you gotta how, how some, cold it is. Tara, you got to give us some live careful. updates, man. You got to be careful what you say. <laughs> you hey, they, they just might drop some snow on you. You never know. Hey, it's September. Come on, guys. Man, you got to give us some live updates when you're there, man. Gotta, gotta send what are you text. talking about? There's already Christmas stuff in stores. It's that, getting the winter. True. Yeah. True. It's an outrage. That's all I'm saying. Not even Halloween yet. Nope. And before we get out of here, I got to talk about that like that last Julio Jones play. Do you Bill, have to? Uh, I have to because there's a lot of things that piss me off on that play. First off. 
They were running cover zero for a couple of plays because they were trying to get to Matt Ryan, and it was affecting Matt Ryan. But here's the thing. Matt Ryan is an experienced quarterback. Do you not think he's gonna? He's not going to see that cover zero happening? Now, for those of you that don't know what cover zero is, in Madden, it's called dogs all go. Sometimes it's just called all hell. <laughs> but typically, uh, cover zero is when there's no safety help, everybody is manned up, and they're Everybody but whoever doesn't have a receiver to cover is coming after the quarterback. Very, very risky blitz, but can be very effective if done properly. The problem with it is Jim Schwartz called it way too many times, and Matt Ryan checked to it. And I'm saying to myself, oh, my gosh, Matt Ryan's checking. He knows that blitz is coming. And I kept saying, dude, change the play. Please back off. Change the play. Back the crap off. Didn't do it. No. No, they didn't. They sure didn't. And then and then if you really pay attention to that play, Rodney McLeod takes the worst angle. I understand he has to come all the way from the other side of the field, but that man takes the worst angle I have ever seen and allows Julio to just go straight down the field. I, I honestly think if he didn't try to go for Julio as soon as he did, I think he could have caught him. I mean, looking at the replay. Uh, dude, I yeah, know. Julio is fast. Oh, I know, but it looked like... McLeod, I mean, look, I have very untrained football eyes. I, I'm very caveman-esque when it comes to football. I I feel like Rodney was gaining on him a little bit, but tried to jump on him a little too early. I but, feel like if you look back at that, if he kept going with him, I think he could have caught him. But ultimately, you know why that screenplay worked? Do you know why? Because we play so far, doggone off the doggone ball. Play up. Oh, boy. <laughs> It's, it's still, an outrage. It's still early. Dude. Yeah, no. Uh, Some numbers that I can bring up before the show ends. Oh, is do it. The Lions offense is eighth in the league. Jeez. Sixth oh, in passing yards. Sixteenth oh, in rushing yards. We're twenty second in rushing yards. Twelfth <gasps> oh, in gosh. passing yards. Four, really? Fourteenth in total yards. Mm. Uh points and for points we're in eighth. Okay. But then it goes to defense. They're twenty seventh with allowing four hundred and five points. Or 405 yards. I'm sorry. To... <laughs> wow. It's ridiculous. Um, we're 22nd with 382 yards. Were they Dolphins? Yeah. Passing yards? Rushing yards, we allow the third most. So, so wait, wait, far. We, we, we've allowed we, the third no, most rushing yards? No, actually, we're the third best. Oh, okay. Uh, I was about to say. Wow. But the, but the Lions. It's funny to me, too. The Tigers Lions have allowed 124.5. So. T, what you were asking for might happen with with allowing Sanders and Howard to run that ball. Yes, that's that that's exactly what needs to happen. That's the only way you're going to be able to beat the Lions. But you got to establish that run first in order to set up the pass. Don't establish the pass and set the run up. That's all I'm saying. This is a play action team, so use that run to your advantage. Get right. get those big boys moving uh, let, forward. Let's give those Lions their first loss. They tied in week one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> let's present them. With, let's present them with that first loss. Exactly. All right. Yeah. If you guys missed any whoa, whoa, of this, whoa. I had, what's up? I, 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 um, a He's real got quick, something to say. A, yeah. real, a real quick Phillies update. Uh, yeah, I'm closing the casket on that. Ah, they are five I, games I thought out. We already buried. Yeah, that. we already I, buried I that. We, look, we are, look, we're going backwards, man. Look, we're going backwards. Damn it! Look, let's go. it's not as effective when you say the drop and then play the drop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, the the Phillies are five games out. Uh, wow, that's about that's about it. Um, <laughs> and for for hey, okay, I know you guys are going to 
give, give me crap for this, but mm-hmm. hey, for for at least the four other Flyers fans I know of, Ivan Provorov and Travis Konechny are signed, so we got our team together. Hell yeah, let's go. Okay, that's all I have. <laughs> he- Nobody cares about hockey, Max. Quit, quit yucking my yum. <laughs> Quit yucking my yum. It's not yeah. effective. Oh yeah, what am I talking about? <laughs> All right, T, do your thing. Where you out, right. where you outro? If you guys missed any of this show, you can always go to philly-experience.simplecast.com. You can catch the latest episodes. We are also found on Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all major platforms, including YouTube. YouTube. Now, this is the second week in a row I've had to come in and yell. And I'm sick of it at this point. Well, T, we still got quite a few more weeks in the NFL schedule. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. going to lose my voice by the end of the season at this rate. Uh, you got to take care of yourself, man, especially when winter comes along. Yeah, I told my people I wasn't going to yell, but that didn't happen. Well, All right. We got the Lions September 22nd at 1 p.m. Lincoln Financial Field. All right. All let's, right. let's go, birds, please. Hopefully, Don't make me yell. Hopefully again. that home pedigree will get us a win. Make it loud. Two and one. Oh, man, that irritating. It's about damn time. You big dummy.